good afternoon. <clears throat> Never fails. <laughs> and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Wednesday, October 16th, 2019. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information up there. I check, encourage you to check it all out. Uh, you can watch the video on Dr. Joel Wallach called The um, Audacity of Health. It's about 40 minutes long. The link is right at the top of the homepage, and it is well worth the effort and the time to take to watch it. It's fantastic. Also, the information on the Longevity products, the CTFO CBD oil products, the Cerule Stem Enhance Ultra, and the Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit are all there. The Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit can be found under the um, uh, circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab, and it is well worth taking a look at. It's an interesting and phenomenal machine. It does uh, one thing and one thing very, very well. It optimizes your cellular level circul circulation. It is really slick. Okay, um, let's see, what else? Uh, at the bottom of the homepage, you'll see the link to the Facebook page for the show. And I just was posting things right up to about 30 seconds before the show started. A lot of good stuff. We might get to some of it today. And also, if you have any questions on any of the stuff on the site, you can hit the Contact Me button, send me an email or call. Just keep in mind, I don't check those things during the show, but I do check them afterwards. And anything that comes in will get a response within a few hours. Now, keep in mind that the topics is, oh yeah, and the radio shows tab. If you click that, at the top of the page, you'll see our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And um, it is uh, really good. All of the uh, shows since October 22nd of last year, almost a full year's worth, over 100 and some shows, are all there in excellent audio quality, ready for you to listen to, either uh, on your computer, on your phone, if you have the app for it, um, or... You can also share them via email and social media, which we encourage you to do. So it's all free of charge. Just help yourself. And you can download the uh, castbox.fm app for your uh, iPhone or Android. And then you can listen to the shows anywhere, anytime on your phone in great audio quality. And you can also download the TuneIn app, T-U-N-E-I-N, -E and you get the free version of each one of those. They work fine. Um, and that way you can listen to the live shows. You just uh, click the button, search for uh, People's Patriot Network, and bookmark it. And then <clears throat> every day at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, you just click uh, Tune In, and you'll get me. If you click at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, you'll get Roger's show, and then you can continue listening right into mine, which is a good way to do it. So anyway, that's all there. It's all free of charge, 
It's all there for you to take advantage of. Now, keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. And nothing we say on this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only. Use this show as a jumping off point to do your own due diligence, your own research, to make sure that as a responsible adult, what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. I did forget to mention at the bottom of the radio shows tab, you will find uh, another link for the Facebook button or show page. (laughs) And you'll also find the chat room. And we all know what chat rooms are for and what they are. So uh, take advantage of that. It's there for your use and you don't have to sign up for anything. You just click the button and start typing and it'll get to me. Also, the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. Now, first thing I want to do today, I got an email. Um, I'm not going to say who it was from, but it's a regular listener. And um, this person is um, having uh, some questions about diabetes and uh, basically started doing some research because her arms have been going numb every night and was kind of wondering what was going on with all that. And I uh, can't say I blame her. Um, but uh, we're just going to take a look at things and we'll go from there. Um, says, uh, she never goes to doctors anymore, just realized I've had many symptoms of diabetes. Uh, what spurred my research was that my arms have been uh, going numb every night. She assumed it was uh, because of the rollout of 5G in her city. And uh, it all happened about the same time. But then she started doing a little checking and, uh, at a place uh, called healthline.com uh, and looking for the uh, general uh, symptoms of diabetes. And the first is oral yeast white coating on the tongue, uh, urinary tract infections with a cloudy, smelly urine, dissexual dysfunction, tingling in hands and arms, depression, fatigue, blurred vision, skin infection. She says she has psoriasis but don't think it's a skin infection. Uh, nausea, sweet, fruity breath, and P.S. I am a heavy drinker. Okay, there's a few things going on. First and foremost, this is entirely possible that you do have it, and it's obviously a result of a nutritional deficiency. Number one, skin infection, uh, you have, you say you have psoriasis, and that is caused by a gluten intolerance. Now, again, I've mentioned many times on this show, but when you've got a gluten intolerance, basically you don't have the, the necessary enzymes in your system to properly break down the gluten, which is the protein of wheat, barley, rye, and oats. And, and, you know, some people say, well, oats don't have gluten. No, they don't. But they have a thing called gliadin, which is exactly the same thing. It's a, it's a protein molecule that you have to have certain enzymes in your um, body in order to break these things down. And if you don't have them, it does the same thing as gluten and wheat, barley, and rye. So basically it's the same idea. So what's happening is you take these things into your system, you put them in your stomach where they're supposed to be broken down into smaller amino acids, and that does not happen. So when they pass into the small intestine, it's like sending a bowling ball where a grain of sand is supposed to go. And it wreaks havoc on the villi, which are the little finger-like projections that line the uh, walls of the small intestine, and this is where all absorption of nutrients takes place. Those little boogers get damaged, and then you stop being able to absorb anything, especially minerals. And uh, type 2 diabetes is a mineral deficiency. 
uh, specifically chromium and vanadium. But don't go to the grocery store or the drugstore and buy yourself some chromium uh, procolinate and vanadium vanadyl sulfate or anything like that and start taking it and think it's going to fix the problem because it won't. All yeah, if, if there's one thing you should have learned after years of listening to the show, if you've been listening that long, is that all nutrients have cofactors. You need all 90 essential nutrients for everything to work properly. So simply taking those two nutrients is not going to get rid of your uh, type 2 diabetes. It may help things a little bit, but it's not going to do it all the way. So basically, the key number one is to get off all forms of gluten, which is the, you know, the first four of the 12 bad foods. You should be off the other <laughs> eight as well. So stopping all gluten intake and slowly but surely, the villi will grow back. Another thing that's a heavy, uh, something to keep in mind, she says she's a heavy drinker. Keep in mind that most alcoholic beverages, not all, but most, have gluten in them because they're made with wheat, barley, rye, and other things. And even the distilled things like, uh, like the, you know, scotch and things like that, they still have gluten in them. So you must refrain from those forms of uh, alcoholic consumption. If you want to drink, drink wine. Or you can get some of the, there are gluten-free beers out there. Uh, you can drink the rice beers out of Japan. Uh, from what I understand, Anheuser-Busch makes a, uh, a gluten-free beer. I don't know what it's called. But the thing is, if you are a drinker and you have a gluten intolerance, you cannot just assume that drinking is okay because you don't think of it, but wheat, barley, rye, and oats are in there. And you got to make sure that you're not consuming that stuff either, or your gluten intolerance will continue. So keep those things out of there. And then, you know, the best thing you can do, get on a healthy body start pack, along with a product, you know, along with the plant-derived minerals, and then another product called Sweeties. And those things, those combinations, you know, taken in proper amounts for your body weight, you know, do one of each of those per 100 pounds if you can. Uh, if you can't, do extra minerals and at least a bottle of Sweeties per 100 pounds. So basically it's four caps per 100 pounds per day. You want to take them between meals, uh, two caps in the morning. Say you know, if, you, if you have breakfast at 8, lunch at noon, and dinner at 4 or 5, then take two caps around uh, 10 in the morning and two caps around 2 or 3 in the afternoon. And uh, that's basically what uh, I get from Dr. Peter Glidden. And if you are more than 100 pounds, if you're 200 pounds, then you want to double that. So 4 in the morning, 4 in the afternoon, so on and so forth. And uh, usually if you follow that lineup, Within 90 days or so, it may take a little bit more because of the gluten intolerance, but uh, within three to six months, you should see that reverse. Uh, no guarantees, but if you got to follow things right, if you get off the 12 bad foods, uh, take the stuff appropriate for body weight. Keep in mind, if you're not doing it per body weight, it, could, it can still happen, but it will take longer. But uh, that's basically what you want to do. And again, what is your opinion, and what would your comments be for, and this is in quotes, for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's been listening for quite some time. She knows the spiel, and that's why she's asking that question. Basically, that's what I would do, you know, and I'm assuming that those, uh, you know, the uh, things that you've listed as uh, 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 symptoms are not 
they're just what the uh, the website listed, not necessarily the, all the things that you are experiencing. You know, one of the things you can do to make sure is just go to your local drugstore, and you should be able to pick up at most drugstores. You can get a, a, a do-it-yourself kit for testing blood sugar. Uh, ask the pharmacist; they'll probably know where they're at. But basically, you can get these things for a couple of bucks, and it's just a little deal with the. Um, a little thing to prick your finger, get a little blood, and a little thing that you put the, you know, you smear the blood on, and it will change color based on the amount of blood sugar you've gotten. It should have a little chart that gives you an idea of where you're, where you're standing. Now, you want to generally do that and, you know, follow the directions, but most of the time you want to do it as a fasting thing, like right in the morning when you get up, uh, before you start eating or drinking anything for the day. But, um, just, you can pick one of those up for a couple of bucks and give it a try. And just make sure you follow the directions, and then you'll know for sure where you're standing. Uh, you may also, you know, some pharmacies may very well have a uh, a glucometer, you know, which is the little things like you see advertised on TV where you prick your finger, stick a thing in, and it gives you a digital readout. They may be willing to do that test for you right there, maybe for a dollar or two. Um, but if not, you should be able to pick up the little kit. And that way you can make sure what's going on. If not, then you may have something else that uh, are similar type of symptoms. Um, you know, if your arms are going numb every night, you may very well also have carpal tunnel syndrome. Um, if, you're le- if you lay on one side and it goes numb, that's an indication that uh, carpal tunnel is a possibility. You may also have uh, done something which shifted things around and got a blood vessel or a nerve um, tweaked where when you lay on it it puts pressure on things and either stops blood flow or you know basically impinges the nerve which it could cause that kind of a neuropathy as well so there's a lot of things that could possibly be making this happen besides uh, uh, diabetes but you know it is an entire possibility especially since you've got a gluten intolerance and the thing with gluten intolerance is it makes it so that you're open to all 900 chronic health issues because when you can't digest and absorb nutrients, basically everything under the sun is a possibility for you now. So the first thing that you definitely have to deal with is that gluten intolerance. Get rid of that and start taking the supplements and chances are you'll be back on track. Now also, and I don't know what the uh, uh, specific uh, function is here but there have been a lot of people who use the uh, stem enhance ultra and have gotten great results seeing reversal and uh, lowering of blood sugar um, just because of using the stem enhance i don't know how it does it it just does it and um, let me see here yeah there we go i happen to have my trusty uh, list of um uh, what do you call it? <laughs> uh, testimonials here. And diabetes is listed on page 8, 11, 12, and 17. So let's see if we can find um, one here. Do, 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 do. Um, chronic back pain and diabetes. I have been taking stem cell nutrition since June 2013, and in quite a short time I had relief from chronic back pain, from which I had been suffering for a number of years. However, as a type 2 diabetic, I was a bit shocked when my doctor asked to see me after some routine blood tests. I was rather worried until he told me that my blood sugar results were the best they had ever been, and he asked me what I had been doing. 
I told him I hadn't changed uh, my diet or exercise or did anything other than take the stem cell nutrition products. Although he didn't know anything about the products, he told me to keep taking them as they made me a such a fantastic difference. And this is Gary Minikin in uh, Mulumba, uh, Queensland. <laughs> so that's basically just one of a handful of testimonies that you can get. You can get this uh, list free of charge. Go to my website, yourdiyhealth.com, click the Cerule tab, and at the bottom of the page, you'll see two things in red. It says, you know, click here for the free PDF on human testimonies. Click here for the free PDF on animal. Download them both. It doesn't cost anything. They're about 20-some pages each. And that way you can get some really good ideas of some of the things that the Stem Enhance helps. And I'll be honest with you, the Stem Enhance products are a lot less expensive in the long run. You know, the average person, I recommend at least two bottles a month. That's four caps a day, two in the morning, two in the afternoon. If you can afford it, do six. Get on an auto ship. You get three bottles with, if you do the uh, wellness pack. And uh, if you do it as a customer, you save a lot of money. Because if you bought the individual, if you bought three bottles individually at retail, it'd be $237 plus shipping and tax. If you buy, you get on auto ship as a preferred customer, you can get three bottles for $165, and they give you free shipping, and you only pay tax if your area taxes it. So it's a much better deal, and basically if you want to stop the auto ship for some reason or, or put it on hold, all you got to do is call the company, and they'll tell you how to do it. It's very easy. Um, but it's a the best way to do it, and you're, I can tell you right now, if you're 100, over 100 pounds, this is going to save you a bunch of money because... A 100-pound person taking the longevity products, you're looking at $130 for a healthy start pack. Uh, you could do the healthy blood sugar pack, which includes the Sweeties. Um, you're talking somewhere around $150, $160 for that, and then if you know 20 bucks or so, $22 for an extra bottle of minerals. So it's going to add up quicker, and that's a 100-pound dose. So you can see here the the Stem Enhance doesn't have to be based on um, body weight uh, it's just you know a couple of bottles a month or you know three bottles a month is really going to do a number for you um, and you're talking 165 dollars at that if you do a preferred customer uh, if you sign up as a distributor you can get it for 150 so and right now i didn't mention earlier we've got two specials going on for the month of october and um, the first one is called the what's it called <laughs> the discount dracula special and basically, the the information is on the website under the Cerule tab. You can you click the link, and it'll show you a, a full eight and a half by eleven PDF uh, flyer. But basically, if you buy two bottles of product, you get ten percent discount and free shipping. If you buy three bottle bottles, you get fifteen uh, percent and free shipping. If you buy four or more bottles, you get a thirty percent discount plus free shipping, and uh, that's a pretty good deal. Also, they have the enrollment special. Uh, right now, if you get a, a three-pack or the mini uh, mini start pack uh, enrollment package, you, instead of getting three bottles of product, you get four. So you get an extra bottle free. If you get the uh, the regular uh, fast start pack, uh, that's six bottles of product. You get to choose two more free. So you get a total of eight, and that's a great deal. And I also got a notice yesterday that uh, as of the end of this month, they are discontinuing the three-bottle start pack. 
I don't know what, if it's going to be replaced with something. Uh, <laughs> they claim that there's uh, some really cool things that are coming down the pike, but I don't know what those are. But uh, I'm not sure how this is going to work uh, from after the end of the month. But if you want to get in on the three-bottle deal and get an extra bottle free, now's the time to do it because that, that particular sign-up pack is going to go away uh, after uh, the end of this month. So just keep that in mind. Now's the time if you want to sign up. Now's a great time to do it. And uh, you can get free product at the same time. So uh, keep that in mind. But, um, yes, the uh, STEM Enhance can very well help you um, with type, uh, type 2 diabetes. And uh, just to give you an idea, some of the things people have gotten help with, allergies, appetite, ankylosing spondylitis, anemia, arthritis, asthma, autism, back pain, burns, blindness, blood pressure, bronchitis, brain tumors, breathing, burns, cancer, colitis, Crohn's disease, constipation, deafness. And Crohn's disease, you know, come to think of it, that'd be an even better thing. Um, because of the uh, uh, gluten intolerance, uh, one of the things that you need if you want to regrow the villi in your small intestine, that's going to happen through stem cells. So taking the um, Stem Enhance Ultra will definitely assist in re reversing that gluten intolerance. Now keep in mind, gluten intolerance is something that's baked into the cake. You will always have it. It's because it's passed the children from their mother's core blood and breast milk. So if you got it, you'll always have it. So this is something you will always need to avoid, wheat, barley, rye, oats. But when you're doing that, in the process, when you add uh, Stem Enhance Ultra, it will increase the number of stem cells circulating through your system, which will speed up the healing of the villi in your small intestine and make absorption of nutrients happen that much quicker. So if you can do it, you know, if you got enough money to do both the Longevity products and the Stem Enhance, that, Stem Enhance, that would be the ideal way to do it. If you can't afford it, then, you know, I would still do a bottle of minerals at least and throw in the uh, Stem Enhance, and you'll see some really good results. Uh, just keep in mind that um, healing takes time. It does not happen overnight. And um, if you've got other more important underlying issues that you're not aware of, the stuff, the body is going to address those first. So you got to keep in mind that things can take some time. And don't base your results on the results other people have had because we're all different in the, re in the standpoint that we've screwed ourselves up differently. So just keep that in mind. All righty then. Um, here's a few more. Uh, drug addiction, depression, energy, desert storm veterans, diabetes, deafness, constipation, um, Eyesight, energy, fibromyalgia, foot sores, fatigue, gout, hair growth, hair color, uh, headaches, heart attack, heart, uh, heel spurs, hemolytic anemia, hole in the heart, insomnia, kidneys, knee replacement, liver spots, lupus, lungs, Lyme disease, menopause, memory, migraines, muscle damage, and the list goes on and on and on. So there's all kinds of things because all healing in your body takes place with stem cells. Taking Stem Enhance Ultra is bound to help you. So anyway, just wanted to run that down real quick. White tail spider bites. That's interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness. But um, this stuff can help with a lot of different things. So I wanted to kind of cover that 
hopefully I've done it uh, sufficiently for this uh, listener, and uh, hopefully she got a chance to tune in. If not, we'll get a copy of the replay to her. Uh, also, I wanted to cover kind of the insanity of drugs. Now, granted, drugs are like guns. You know, they're, they're not evil, they're not good. It's just how they're used, okay? And thank God for Novocaine <laughs> and uh, the sterile technique and uh, different things like that, you know, but it's the misuse of drugs that's the problem. And the way allopathic MDs use drugs to mitigate and manage symptoms and never cure anything, that's a major problem. And what people don't realize is taking drugs is akin to like throwing a chain into a uh, set of gears. You know, it kind of messes things up. You know, and say, say statin drugs, for example. Statin drugs are designed to lower your cholesterol levels. And how do they do that? Well, your liver makes cholesterol because your body needs cholesterol. If it wasn't for the fact that you can make some cholesterol, cholesterol would be the 91st essential nutrient. But since your body can make it, it's not considered essential. But your body needs it, and it needs more than you can make. So you have to consume cholesterol in your daily diet. And you never want your total cholesterol to be below 220. Now your average idiot MD, because they don't know any better... And they're being programmed and highly influenced by the drug companies in an effort to get them to sell more drugs. They will try and get you below 200 and in some cases below 100. There, a couple of years ago, there was an actual commercial on TV for one of these company, one of these drugs where they actually said this will, your doctor will be able to get your uh, cholesterol below 100. And I've seen the results of that. My father-in-law, who passed away back in February, was on statin drugs by, because of his idiot MD. And they finally took him off when his, his cholesterol got to 88. And no one could understand why, except for me, could understand why for the longest time he was always sharp as a tack, knew what was going on, and then all of a sudden... He couldn't remember anything. He was, you know, you could show him how to do something, and two seconds later he forgot. And he just basically was clueless about virtually everything. The only thing that was lucky was he still remembered his friends and family. But everything else under the sun, he couldn't keep track. He didn't know anything about uh, his appointments and people, um, how to do things, what to do things, when to do things. And it was a source of um, constant consternation, especially for my wife, because as a nurse, she was, you know, primary in making sure that he was keeping up with all of his doctor's appointments and everything and, you know, testing his, his blood sugar was going haywire. So he had to learn how to test every day. And, you know, just one thing after another. And I kept saying this is a result of all those cholesterol medicines he's been on all these all these years. And the reason, you know, being that his total cholesterol was below 100 he was an absolute dementia case and it was just sickening for me to see because I knew what was going on and I knew how to fix it and no one would let me um, 
So I basically just had to sit there and shake my head, roll my eyes, and say, well, it's going to happen. I can see the writing on the wall. But um, so I've seen what taking these drugs can do. And I've you know, watched him degrade over the years as his cholesterol levels dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped. And what they do is they poison the liver. That's why when you're on statin drugs, you have to continually go back to the doctor and have them do liver enzyme tests and all kinds of things like that to make sure that your liver is not dead. And heaven forbid if that should happen. But that's what's going on is they're, they're giving you a drug that poisons your liver. And at the same time, all drugs require nutrients, especially minerals, in order to um, uh, metabolize them. And one of the big problems you run into is this common thing when you're taking a drug, when you first start taking it, it works really well. And then as time goes by, it stops working as well, and you either have to increase the dose or you have to switch to another drug or something like that. And the reason that is is because it's slowly but surely depleting your nutrition tank and using up all the nutrients that are required to metabolize that drug and when you don't have enough things to metabolize it, it stops working right. And that's why it's a, a fool's errand to take any kind of drug for any length of time and thinking it's going to fix anything. It is not going to do that. It is going to basically run your nutrition tank even lower and get you closer and closer and closer. And that's one of the reasons you have so many different side effects of these drugs. Because when you take these things for long periods of time and your, uh, your nutrition tank dries up and uh, dwindles down and you don't have the stuff you need to metabolize it, it's using up all the nutrients, which is opening you up to more and more and more different types of nutritional deficiency diseases. You know, of course, the worst, as I've said in the past, you know, on the outright outset is the proton pump inhibitors because they stop your stomach from producing stomach acid. And when you don't have stomach acid, you can't digest and break down nutrients, especially minerals, so you can't absorb them either. And again, you know, proton pump inhibitors is akin to a, new, to a uh, gluten intolerance. It basically does the same thing. It keeps you from being able to ingest, you know, absorb nutrients so that uh, you're open to all 900 chronic health issues. And it depends on which nutrients you're the most lacking in as to which nutrients you're going to um, end up having uh, the related diseases from. And it's a sad, sad thing to see it happen. But, uh, you know, when I have somebody talk to me and they start telling me, well, I've got this, I've got that, I've got, I've got diabetes, I've got um, uh, arthritis, I've got high blood pressure, I've got uh, macular degeneration... And you have a whole bunch of uh, seemingly unrelated illnesses or diseases. And that is a dead giveaway that you've got a gluten intolerance or, you know, possibly a lack of uh, stomach acid. You know, if, if someone says they've got, um, you know, uh, GERD or gastroesophageal reflux disease or um, anything like that, and then the next question is, have they got you on Prilosec or Axid or Prevacid or any kind of proton pump inhibitor? Oh, yeah, I take those every single day. I said, well, there's your problem. And you've got to get off those drugs. And the thing is, is, you know, basically you got to start taking the right nutrition 
that is going to make the muscles function properly because the vast majority of people when they have uh, uh, GERD or acid reflux or whatnot, the easiest way to cause that is by having a calcium-magnesium deficiency when the, um, your muscles require calcium and magnesium to function properly. Calcium helps them constrain, expand, and you know, magnesium helps them contract, or vice versa. I can't remember for sure, but basically one helps them open, one helps them close kind of thing. And if you don't have the right amounts of those uh, minerals, your muscles don't work right. And there is a sphincter muscle. It's called the esophageal sphincter at the base of the esophagus or at the top of the opening to the stomach and that muscle is supposed to open and close you swallow food it opens and lets the stuff into the stomach then it closes so the stuff in the stomach doesn't splash back up into the esophagus which is unprotected from that the caustic stuff in the stomach and when that little muscle doesn't work properly when it opens but it doesn't close guess what you're going to have gastroesophageal reflux which is when the stuff splashes back up into the esophagus and it burns because it's not protected against that stuff, and you have the heartburn feeling. And most of the time when you start taking the right stuff, and again, you cannot go to the grocery store and buy a a bottle of calcium tablets that have calcium and magnesium and think that they're going to work because those things are basically crap. They're ground-up rock. They're in a form that your body is not designed to absorb, So unless you take the whole bottle in one sitting, you're not going to get enough calcium and magnesium to do the job. On the other hand, the Longevity products, our calcium is the most absorbable calcium on the market. It's 98% absorbable. The closest thing to it is about 60%, and those things are only available through physicians or by prescription. So nothing in the stores is going to help you. Don't waste your money on store-bought calcium supplements. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> you got to get the stuff from Longevity. It's the only stuff that's going to help you. But in my case, I was on Prilosec for over 20 years. And if I stopped the stuff within a week, which is about how long it takes the stuff to get out of your system, uh, within a week, I was miserable again. And I could not find anything natural to help change that until I got on the Longevity products. And I stopped taking the, the uh, Prilosec on, a, on April 22nd, 2012, the same day I started taking the Longevity products. And the nice thing is within a week, by the time the Prilosec got out of my system, the nutrients have been able to get in and do their thing and get my muscles functioning properly. So I haven't had any problem with gastric reflux since. And the only thing I can tell you is, you know, for the, there's a lot of folks out there that, I've heard testimonies, well, I'm, I'm almost off my, my uh, heartburn medicine or whatnot. Something like that, you're almost better off going cold turkey. Start taking the longevity stuff, and the sooner you get off of that, the better, because when your body is, when you're taking those things, it's still preventing your stomach from producing acid. And if you're not producing stomach acid, all of that, all those expensive nutrients you're taking are not going to do you much good at all because they cannot be broken down and getting in, gotten into a form where you can in, in absorb them properly. So you need to get off of the uh, the proton, proton pump inhibitors almost immediately. And if you still get a little bit of uh, heartburn, just deal with it. 
you know, put up with it for a short period of time, it will get better and better and better as time goes on to the point where it'll disappear. But um, that's basically the way things work. And if you don't do that, you're, you're going to find it very, very difficult to get off those drugs because you're not, you've got to have stomach acid. And it's got to be really strong, like battery acid. And until you get to that point, you're not going to get good absorption and you know, break down and absorption of the nutrients. So keep that in mind for all the folks out there. And again, I, I don't know. I didn't see, and I'm kind of surprised. Um, I didn't see anything in that list about heartburn or uh, heart attack heart heel spurs um, or GERD or anything like that so I find that interesting that's one thing you really really need to be doing nutrition for but you know it's still you know the uh, the stem enhance is still going to help with a lot of different things especially if you have um, a gluten intolerance because it will help with the uh, regrowing of the villi in the small intestine and that is a big big deal so phone lines are open 614-426-8787 614-426-8787 one more time 614-426-8787 is the number to call in phone lines are open and hope to hear from you be right back Sorry about that. Um, so, let's see. There's a lot of stuff in the news today. <laughs> I'm trying to find, there we go. Uh, a lot of things on vaccines again. You know, Elizabeth Warren, goofball that she is. Now gender reassignment surgery is a right. <laughs> Give me a freaking break. My goodness. Um, climate change Climate, proper, yeah, climate propaganda directly linked to the LGBT agenda, and their goals are the same, to destroy children and depopulate the planet. Yep. 600,000 Mexicans erupt in massive public march to stop abortion, genocide, LGBT indoctrination assault on their children. Good for them. Uh, let's see here. There were some good ones. <laughs> Concerned citizens report Greta Thunberg's parents to child services in Sweden for child abuse. Yeah. I say that uh, they're the ones that stole her childhood and all this stuff by, you know, filling her head full of this, you know, global warming crap. Uh, it's amazing. State health authorities sound warning over vaping-related illnesses say nothing about the thousands of deaths caused by FDA-approved prescription drugs. Of course not. <laughs> I still say that this whole thing about vaping is being uh, pushed by the cigarette companies. You know, they're the ones that stand to lose the most if people start taking up vaping because the vast majority of the vapors are the ones who were smoking cigarettes and then supposedly took this because it was supposedly a much healthier option. Whether that's the case or not, who knows. But it sounds like all the different uh, illnesses that were caused by the vaping were by these people using aftermarket um, concoctions that they were putting in the vape units or whatnot. And 
Yeah, I don't know a whole lot, but basically that's what it sounds like. And you, you don't have any control. There's no regulation. People are just buying these things that someone mixed up. You don't know what's in them. And as a result, people are getting sick from it and dying. And, of course, that's not a good thing. <clears throat> but who's to say that the cigarette companies aren't the ones that are putting that stuff out on the sly and slipping it over there? Just the way the drug companies buy up nutraceutical firms and produce crappy nutritional supplements so that people are forced into drugs. It's all false flag stuff. So let's have a look at this just for the fun of it and see what they have to say. But I, you know, they, they talk about the prescription drugs, but I think, you know, you know, so many people die from lung cancer and emphysema and stuff that are, you know, basically spurred on by cigarette smoking and that kind of thing, the tobacco industry. And far more die from that stuff every year than any even close with the vaping but you don't hear anything about that either it's basically accepted you know if you can if you can knowingly uh, smoke cigarettes because they put that little surgeon general's warning on the side of every pack well they put the same thing on the side of every vaping solution and just let it go if someone's that dumb weed them out of the gene pool before they have a chance to reproduce it you know anyway in case you haven't noticed, our nation is currently in a mass panic over vaping, which means mainstream media propaganda and United States Centers for Disease Control and Prevention fear-mongering has erroneously framed as one of the most serious public health threats of our day. <laughs> but what about the hundreds of thousands of Americans who die every year from government-approved pharmaceuticals? Exactly. You know, what is it? Somewhere between 50 and 500,000 people died from Vioxx. And the FDA never pulled it from the market. It only came off the market when the manufacturer couldn't afford the lawsuits anymore. <coughs> so, you know, that should tell you something. But anyway, nobody ever talks about that. Even as these same health authorities lament the handful of reported deaths are supposedly linked to vaping chemicals. They've even come up with a name for the alleged crisis, vaping illness a designator that aims to manipulate the public into believing that vaping is a major health crisis, even though it's actually not, at least not compared to Big Pharma racket. We've seen this kind of thing before, including one of the earlier reports from back in 2013, which highlighted how the U.S. Food and Drug Administration had similarly created mass panic about a fitness supplement that was supposedly linked to five deaths. Even though FDA-approved drugs kill millions... And nobody bats an eye. The FDA wanted Americans to believe that taking supplements is dangerous, hence its propaganda campaign from back at that time. The CDC is now doing the same thing with vaping by blowing the issue wildly out of proportion for political purposes. If you listen to what the CDC is claiming, you'll be left with the impression that vaping is somehow a certifiable death sentence and needs to be banned by Big Brother. But the same CDC never takes, makes a peep about the deaths caused by everyday pharmaceuticals, including over-the-counter pain pills like aspirin that kill thousands every year. <sighs> In the case of vaping, any vaping-related illness that, uh, that are cropping up are uh, likely have to do with the unscrupulous businesses uh, lacing their products with chemicals that shouldn't be present in the first place. Were the industry being properly regulated, you know, were the industry being properly regulated? 
In some cases, the, these additives are actually illegal because they're known toxic substances, and yet some vape manufacturers appear to be adding them illicitly in order to make a quick buck. However, rather than differentiate between the tens of millions of vaping, safe vaping products that are, so, are sold every single day by regulated sellers who follow the law in good faith, the feds are focusing in on a handful of bad apples and using this to paint the overall negative image of vaping. The government is further trying to vilify cannabis vapes, in particular, as some have turned up that uh, contain deadly chemicals. But these are unregulated, unregulated black market vapes that are circulating primarily in prohibition states, uh, meaning governments are to blame for these vaping-related illnesses, which wouldn't be occurring if cannabis was legal and properly regulated in these areas. As is usually the case, the government is trying to blame something other than itself for harming people, when none of this harm would even be occurring were the government to step aside and allow people to simply operate their vaping businesses above board in the light of day rather than underground due to prohibition. What the government should be doing is trying to make these products safer for consumers by going after the bad players. But instead, just like it does with guns, the government is blaming vapes themselves, even though not all vapes are the same, nor are their contents. So, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> typical. You know, the government's going after them. Well, they, they blame the entire thing. And again, the big pharma people get a pass. And of course, the tobacco industry is probably sitting in the background as the puppeteer pulling the strings on all of this. Some scary stuff, but it's, you know, as they say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Let me grab a little swig of BTT here and see if I can get do something about some of these goobers in my throat. Got about uh, 15 minutes left or so. If you want to call in, 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. Ah, it's good stuff. Okay. Yeah, and um, it's sad because a lot of good products are being taken off the market as a result of this. You know, I can say that directly because... CTFO, the CBD oil distributor I work or company I work with, had a series or a line of vaping products. And they were basically pure CBD along with uh, some flavors like blueberry. And I forget what else they had. They had a whole bunch of them. Um, but they were nice in the standpoint of one of the quickest ways to get CBD into your system is to inhale it um, and get it into the lungs where it's absorbed rather quickly. And it bypasses the oral issue, um, and it makes it much easier to absorb. And they made the decision here roughly a month ago uh, to no longer sell the vaping products because of the stigma that's being put out there by the government and all these, you know, probably the, the tobacco companies. And they didn't want to put the distributors in the position of being uh stigmatized or chastised for having selling vaping products and it's a shame because a lot of people used them and got great results nobody had any trouble nobody ever got sick or died from them um, they were completely safe and now they're gone 
again because of hysteria that was uh, propagated by people that you know are idiots, for lack of a better way of putting it. So there you have it. And here's another one. It's an assembly line. Detransition man says parents encouraging kids to become transgender are guilty of child abuse. I would have go along with that. You know, these parents that oh, I'm not going to name my child yet because they can they can choose what their sex is or what their gender is when they uh, uh, decide to do it themselves, and then we'll give them the name at that point. That's just insane. You know, their sex, their gender, whatever you want to call it, is determined long before they're born. God made them that way, and they will be that way till the day they die. You can do cosmetic surgeries, and you can do, you know, all the drugs and everything, and the hormone treatments, and whatever else they do. But bottom line, they're still a male or a female, and there is no changing that. Bruce Jenner will always be a male, regardless of what he says he is. He'll always be a dude, maybe a dud, but just the same. Anyway, let's take a look at this a little bit. Uh, let me make sure i got to move my clock around so I don't miss the timing. <laughs> I have a habit of doing that sometimes. Um, a man who lived for eight years as a trans woman before the detransitioning has called out the child abuse from, a, from adults who encourage transgenderism in kids saying it's an aberrant interference in their natural development. Yep. Born male, Walt Heyer began transitioning to female at 42 years old. He lived that way for eight years before realizing that he had been a victim of childhood abuse and began the process of returning to his birth-assigned gender. In an explosive interview with controversial conservative host Candace Owens, Heyer retold the story of his troubled childhood how his grandmother sparked gender confusion by encouraging him to wear a purple dress at the age of four, and how he suffered sexual abuse at the hands of an uncle as a direct result. Goodness. The consequences of Grandma affirming, uh, affirming me became very destructive. I think it's actually evil and it's child abuse to indicate that you can change genders as, uh, at such a young age, or at any age for that matter. And I'm speaking from 74 years of experience, so it's not like I just came into this conclusion, <laughs> Hire told Owens. Uh, today they call it gender dysphoria, but it's really just child abuse, he said. It confused my identity of who I was, the seed was planted, and the destruction had started. Hire believes that the idea of gender dysphoria is introduced to children by adults and that a person is not born with it. I'd say that's probably true. To encourage it creates an aberrant early sexualization of the child, he said. Hire now runs a website for those who regret transitioning and publishes books and articles on the subject. He believes there is a misconception that transgenderism has something to do with being gay, but claims that 95% of the people who he speaks to about wanting to transition are not gay. Hmm. In fact, he adds a desire to transition is usually a band-aid for something else, often abuse, which makes the person not want to be who they are. It's a way to escape, and this is where the dis disassociation comes in. You don't want to be who you are, you attempt to be someone else, and you don't want to, to be who you are because you got hurt. Something happened to you, he said. 
Owens has repeatedly come under fire from the transgender community for expressing similar sentiments in her interviews, including questioning the readiness of modern parents to encourage curious children to transition. Actor Mario Lopez was recently condemned across social media for arguing uh, during an interview with Owens that children as young as three years old might be too young to decide their own gender. Yeah, <laughs> you think? The conservative host has also been slammed for suggesting that the medical community is too quick to diagnose a child with being transgender when perhaps something else is going on, but higher echoes those concerns uh, about medical professionals. He accounts his own personal experience of visiting a top gender therapist seeking help at the age of 41. Married with two children and in a successful career, Hire was still suffering mental anguish after years of being unable to talk about his past. After only two sessions, the therapist prescribed hormones and wanted him to approve uh, reassignment surgery. Don't let them tell you that they go through uh, some exhaustive uh, psychological counseling because it's absolute baloney. They just approve, 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 affirm, 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 give them hormones, give them surgery. It's an assembly line. In the UK, the Royal College of General Practitioners recently cautioned that there is a lack of robust evidence about the long-term impact of public puberty-blocking drugs and hormones given to trans-identified kids. Whistleblower Dr. Kirsty uh, Entwistle, who'd uh, previously worked at the Gender Identity Development Services, has said traumatic early experiences, including sexual abuse, can lead a child to present with gender dysphoria, but doctors are refusing to fully investigate these cases for fear of being labeled transphobic. Addressing the high suicide rate among those who have completed the surgical transition, Hire blames what he believes to be the realization that they can never really fully become an, another gender, which results in further depression. It's insane to deplete depression with hormones and surgery or any other drugs, but that's what they do. So there you have it. It's pretty crazy. And uh, this is one thing. I think there's a lot of different things going on here. And when it comes to the actual gay community, you know, there are some that say, well, we're born with it. We can't change it. And there's others that, you know, of course, the Christian community says, no, you're not born with it. It's a decision. And being a Christian, I'm kind of, conf you know, conflicted because I also believe what Dr. Wallach has been finding. And he basically a year or two ago started uh, looking into the research. I think it was a doctor in Russia who had basically... Um, done some research, there's a um, gland in the brain, or somewhere in the head, basically, that is what makes the person think the way they should. If it has the right amount of cells, and you're a male, you will be a male, and you'll like females. And if the cells go the other way, you'll be a male, and you'll end up liking males. Or in another condition, depending on how many cells there are, you'll be male or female, but you will not have any interest in sex whatsoever. And that is a nutritional deficiency, again, that happens in the pregnant mother. And this guy had done a bunch of autopsies on people who had passed away, and based on this gland and the number of cells in it, he was able to accurately determine the sexual orientation of the person 
uh, once he had you know made his his decision on where he believed they were, he would talk with people who knew these people, and they would confirm that yes, he was right. This person was a male who liked males, or a male who liked females, or a female who liked males, or a male or a female who liked females, or a male or female who had no sexual desires whatsoever. And that's where you have the uh, the old weird Uncle Harold who was 80 years old and never married, or Aunt Matilda who, you know, never married and never cared for, you know, any, never had a boyfriend, girlfriend, or anything. <laughs> so basically, I honestly believe there are two types of the uh, homosexual population. You have the ones that were, it's actually a birth defect, where that little gland, I can't remember the name of it or anything, but it didn't have the right amount of cells, so it didn't, they didn't develop properly, and therefore they became, you know, the wrong kind of person. They had the wrong orientation for their, you know, physical sex. And then there are others who are actually created through the community uh, recruitment process, you might say. And the ones that you have that transition and go back to being, uh, you know, say they get saved and they step out of this lifestyle and go they go back to being their sexual assignment, those are the ones who were recruited and suckered into the system. But I don't see, I don't think, and that's why you have the, the ones who are gay and will always be gay, because it is a... Uh, situation where it's a lack of nutrition in the pregnant mother and that that gland didn't develop properly and therefore they were born with the wrong psychological sexual orientation that did not match their physical sexual orientation so that's kind of where that's at and I just you know I'm going to try and see if I can find some more information on that so we can talk about it more in the future but um, that's the situation you have some of each now, granted, I think most of them are the ones that are recruited, you know, because that's happening on a regular basis in day in and day out, where people having um, the, uh, the the nutritional deficiency during pregnancy that doesn't allow that little gland to develop properly, I think that's more of a, uh, you know, seldom occurrence. And, you know, it does occur, but it doesn't do it a whole lot. But it does do it more now than it did years ago because the, you know, the lack of nutrition that we have. So we're going to be seeing more and more and more of the permanently born this way homosexuals. But there are still always going to be a lot of recruited homosexuals as well who, because of the screwed up nature of today's society, people are pointing kids in those directions on purpose. And it's sad to see, but it is happening. And... Uh, I don't know what we're going to do to fix it. You know, we're on a collision course with, uh, you know, terminal stupidity, it seems. But that's it for today. We're all out of time. Uh, hopefully the uh, listener that had the question about diabetes got some answers and uh, all the other things as well. We'll be back tomorrow with more Your DIY Health. Stay more life and more great programming here on PPN. And take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day and God bless you.